India is one of the fastest growing and most dynamic countries on the planet, last year overtaking Britain as the world's fifth largest economy. Yet it's often been said that Australia has failed to make the most of our relationship with India. Now the Albanese government is launching a diplomatic and economic charm offensive with the foreign minister, the education minister and the prime minister all set to visit in coming weeks. Manpreet Vora is the Indian High Commissioner to Australia and our guest this morning. High Commissioner, welcome. Thank you. Good morning. Ties between Australia and India have deepened in the last couple of years, but why do you think it's been a historically underdeveloped relationship? Well, I think uh, the meat in the relationship, in most relationships, once uh, otherwise political, strategic defence is taken care of, uh, where Indian-Australian relationship has progressed to a very high degree of comfort by now, the meat in the relationship going forward is usually the economic, trade, investment linkages. And that's been the underperformer. And I suppose the reason has been uh, uh, a certain amount of a certain amount of lack of attention, a lack of interest. I suppose most Australian corporates were quite busy over the last three decades plus, uh, you know, doing very well with just a focus on one single market. Uh, and that has led, as I said, to a little bit of uh, lack of attention. But I think that is now changing. This week, the Education Minister, Jason Clare, the Foreign Minister, Penny Wong, will both visit. Next week, the Prime Minister is leading uh, an economic delegation. How significant is all of this attention at so many levels from India's perspective? Well, hugely significant. I think the governments uh, want to be seen to be engaged, want to be doing more with each other, want to signal to the publics that so much more is possible to be done and achieved between India and Australia. Uh, So on various uh, factors, uh, various aspects, uh, including education, for example, that you mentioned, there's so much happening and can further happen between India and Australia. Not just getting Indian students over here, but more partnerships, more campuses in India, more joint degrees, more uh, curriculum development, more development of skilled uh, uh, training, vocational education, making making that entire value chain between skills and education and labor shortages. Uh, all of that is uh, is uh, is really the way forward for uh, uh, India and Australia. Since we are so complementary, we can we can really assist each other. Your resources, our scale your shortages, our human resources. There's so many ways that the India-Australia relationship is a great fit. Last year, the former government, the Morrison government, signed a comprehensive economic cooperation agreement with India. How much has that set the scene for what we're seeing now? Well, it's led to a huge degree of excitement and renewed interest. (laughs) That uh, agreement entered into force uh, just a few weeks ago on the 29th of December. I'm quite certain that uh, in the next few months, we would see the results of increased trade from that. Uh, So as I said, besides um, uh, just the pure uh, removal of tariffs, there is this renewed interest now. uh, And um, that, I think, uh, will make a big difference. Prime Minister Albanese is taking a big business delegation of top CEOs with him to India. We will be engaging in a CEO's forum over there. And I'm quite sure that there would be new partnerships and new opportunities that will come up.
How significant has the revival of the Quad, which includes the the US and India, Australia and Japan? Japan do, do you see opportunities for closer defence ties as a result? Well, the Quad is not a defence arrangement, as you know. Uh, and we're certainly doing a lot of things, the four partners together on a number of fronts. Defence is not one of those. India is, of course, a major importer of Australian coal, but has also set ambitious targets for renewable energy. What support can Australia provide in that area? Oh, critical amount of support. Uh, You have uh, uh, so much of the resources and the technology for these things. For example, um, right from from the silicon for uh, solar photovoltaic uh, panels and the technology that you have over here for very high-efficiency new panels, two critical minerals like lithium and cobalt, which go into the entire battery chain. Uh, All of that um, is required for us to realize our uh, green energy transition targets, and therefore uh, those partnerships with Australia are hugely significant. Hi, Commissioner. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Manreet Vohra is the Indian High Commissioner to Australia and, um, of course, we're talking to him there about these very high-level delegations, uh, the Prime Minister on his way as well. Not yet, but on his way next week. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.